Thank you for downloading this New Zealand Sports Radio show. We have a new way that you can support us. There is a link in the notes down below where you can make a one-off donation to New Zealand Sports Radio. Thank you for support and uh, enjoy the show. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hello and welcome to the Driving More Show here on New Zealand Sports Radio. Hi, I'm Paul and I'll be your host this evening. And yes, uh, the clock really did sn- um, snook up on us, uh, whatever. I, I, I lost track of what the time was, folks, basically. And so I had to quickly run, get myself a glass, get myself a beer. Now, um, and uh, I was a bit worried about who's going to join me because there's no one logged in. But hey, the one, the only, the Mr. Reliable himself, Stephen Harris, is here. Hey, dude. Yeah, only just, I was sort of thinking of taking a rain check until I saw that uh, boar had uh, no power whatsoever. But you know what? I thought to myself, there's once a week I get to say it's a privilege and a pleasure to be on the TDM. So I get to say it this week. Absolutely, you do. And um, look, uh, folks, um, when I bought these glasses, I'm pretty sure they were sold as glasses, not as vases. Because look, the can goes well inside and it's way bigger than a can. But hey, uh, it's, it's all good. It means I won't spill my beer, which is a, a, a good thing uh, when you've got laptops around the place, especially when you're trying to get one of them unlocked so you can see what the schedule is today. Some of the stuff um, we're going to um, run through today, we'll have a quick run through some of the news, folks. Uh, then we'll have a chat about the uh, Trans-Tasman. Um, Moana Pacifica, there's been a whole bunch of stuff come out through the breakdown show on uh, Sky. Don't worry, you don't have to watch it. Um, you can uh, you can avoid that by going to stuff and reading where, where stuff basically writes an article about what was what was spoken about in the show. Because, hey, we don't all, they don't all steal everyone's content, just like we're about to do. Um, we'll also talk about the uh, Super Rugby 2021 format. Um, and then uh, at half eight, we have got a special guest joining us. Um, to talk about club rugby and particular um, Manuero rugby and their centenary celebrations this weekend, which uh, I'll be looking at um, getting to. Um, yes, as you say, the reason we've lost Boa is because he's got a power cut. Uh, New Zealand, honestly, is a first world country. We don't have uh, any sort of uh, infrastructure issues. We only missed, lost um, uh, last week. Uh, Cornflake couldn't be on, he couldn't host the show because he had a power cut. And uh, But we, but I mean, that's down in the South Island. We know we have problems down there. But Bo is in Auckland for crying out loud. Surely he should be able to. He should have 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 power. Stephen, I mean, um, the, the the financial capital of the or financial centre of the country, and uh, you can't even uh, turn your lights on. What's going on? Yeah, probably just living in the wrong part of uh, Auckland uh, out here in West Auckland. It doesn't seem to be a uh, an issue, but maybe I shouldn't speak so soon. Um, I'm not too sure where uh, Boa resides or what part of the, the city Boa resides in. But uh, yeah, hopefully he'll be back on back online reasonably soon because it would have been wonderful to have his uh, expertise but I'm super excited about your upcoming guests uh, from the uh, is it Jez Clark for, Jez Clark from uh, from, uh, Manurewa Rugby Football Club and of course the centenary this weekend and of course there was some club footy played over the weekend so we'll we'll cover off that but maybe closer to the time when our guest comes on Paul. Absolutely and good evening everyone who has um Joined us in the live chat. Yes, uh, as Aaron says, maybe Boa hasn't paid his power bill. Um, there is, there is that, uh, there is that um, that's, uh, situation. Um, Give him a card. Give him a card now. <laughs> uh, we want those orange cards. You know, he goes on reports. Yeah. He does, does actually get banned from the show. Come on, report. Yeah, I agree. <laughs> 
So, folks, uh, yeah, let's let's just do it quick, quickly. Uh, well, yeah, say hello to everyone who's joining us tonight. Don't forget, we come here at 8, 8 p.m. every Tuesday. For those of you watching the recording, um, you can or, or listening to the podcast uh, in the live chats. There, we've got um, a number of people. So great to see you there, folks. Hi, Simon, Nocturnal Rights, uh, Aaron, etc. Um, great to have you guys along um, as well. Um, so, uh, some of the news then. Dane Coles resigning through to twenty twenty three. That's a uh, got to be a good thing, Steve. Yeah, I suppose so. Well, probably he obviously made a clear indication that he doesn't want to go overseas. So maybe family, he's probably put family first because we all know he could have picked up a large sum of cash if he'd gone offshore. So it's good news for not just himself, but also his uh, his family as well. And um, and also for the Hurricanes. So good news, good news for them all, all round. Although it may not be good news for some of our up and coming hookers that are, that are running around in this uh, uh, competition at the moment because it, it probably means that uh, uh, Dane Coles also, whilst he wants to stay in New Zealand, he probably wants to stay in that All Black jersey as well. Paul, uh, look, I think I think we're all expecting him to sign through to the next Rugby World Cup. Uh, so I don't think it comes as any big surprise, to be honest with you. Uh, in some ways, it's kind of like I, I didn't realise he hadn't signed through to twenty twenty three already. To be honest, mm-hmm. <laughs> somebody somewhere must keep a list of all of these um, because apparently, so TJ Perinara. Uh, now, there's been rumours linking him with um, the NRL, um, and um, I'll be I'll be blunt. My uh, my initial response to that was, "Ha yeah, another one of those what a load of rubbish." But um, it's since come out that uh, apparently he's not on a sabbatical in the same way that Bowden Barrett uh, and um, Brody Retallick are. He's actually out of contract uh, at the moment, so he's up in Japan. Uh, without a New Zealand rugby contract, which means that, um, well, clearly, uh, if he wants to come back and play for the All Blacks, he's got to come back and get another get another contract with New Zealand rugby. So, yeah, uh, this there, there could actually be some legs in this one um, with TJ going to super going to um, the NRL, Steve. Yeah, well, it's it, it's it's definitely hit the 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 headlines in in Australia on a lot of the rugby league shows, and um, I think Brandon Smith, the uh, Melbourne Storm. Hooker also uh, mentioned uh, that live and, you know, something like that in confidence, you, you know, you wouldn't think he'd, he'd actually say anything. But uh, to me, it's actually, it's a story that's growing legs by the day. And um, listen, if, that, if that's if that's the case, you know, why not? Because uh, let's let's be brutally honest, he's, he's probably not the number one halfback in the country. Aaron Smith is playing, playing the sort of rugby that he was playing... Um, Probably about three or four seasons ago, he seems to have returned to form. Brad Weber's playing, playing some great rugby, and then you've got the likes of, uh, even though Falau Fakatava is injured at the minute, you know, you've, you've got this young, 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 younger guys coming through at this time. So maybe he can see the writing on the wall, Paul. Yeah, maybe he can. I, I must. Say, I thought he would um, stick around for the Rugby World Cup at twenty twenty three. Personally. Uh, sure, yes, he was getting getting on a bit, but he's younger than um, Aaron Smith, isn't he? I think Aaron Smith's older than he is. So, um, so yeah, wasn't so wasn't too surprised. Was well, so a bit surprised by this one. Uh, Simon Hughes thinks he'll stay in Japan. Um, that uh, twenty nine, it's becoming harder to adapt to, to, to a sport. To a sport. Hey, look, he's still half. He's still below. Um, actually, no, not quite half my age. Um, but um, he is still uh, way younger than I am. Uh, but uh, look, I, I, it's, uh, adapting between rugby union, rugby league. Uh, Playing, uh, being the kind of distributor he is, I think he would uh, look. I think he could could tra- uh, tra- transition in. Um, so I'd, I'd look, a lot of people who know the sports better than I do think he could transition quite. Um, uh, well, maybe not, com- maybe not easily, but comfortably. Um, I think the idea is there. Um, he's skillful enough, Paul. He's got the, he's got all the skills required, and and he is a good defender as well. So de- defense <laughs> won't be an issue. We know that he he doesn't lack. In any in any sort of confidence, so you know, as a as as a playmaker, yeah. I mean to say, even if you look around on the rugby league horizon, there are <clears throat> there are not a lot of real top end um, top end sort of halves, even even in the NRL. They, you know, they're usually resigned to the very very best teams. Yeah, I, as as Jordan says, look, TJ should do um, what's best for TJ. Wishing him luck, whatever he decides. Absolutely agree. But when we're not criticising him uh, at all, we're just talking about it as being an item and uh, just of interest. Uh, and yeah, whichever way he goes, I wish him the best of luck. Uh, absolutely, it's uh, not one of these ones. Not not one of these people who go like 
burn the jersey. He shouldn't be allowed back into the country. Um, so, um, <laughs> so yes, not 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 that kind of not that kind of person. Um, uh, so apparently the Roosters don't know the salary cap space for. I, I don't know, but, uh, but I'm sure it's one that the boys on the standoff show tomorrow evening at eight pm will go through, um, and uh, we'll have a um, we'll have a chat about uh, in that one. Um, because I'll be honest, Nocturnal Rights comment here, you could be a 9, 13, 7, 6, or even a centre in league. I have no idea what you're saying there, what that even means. Uh, it all, it's all gobbledygook to me. So join the standoff tomorrow evening where they will talk about where he where he could, what could, where they think he would slot in if he goes, and uh, whether they think from a league point of view whether he will be going. Um, finally, in the news then, um, with uh, Rugby Southland has posted a surplus of three of seven hundred and thirty thousand dollars. Wow! I mean, for a club for, for for a union that I thought was basically broke, um, that's uh, is is uh, is impressive. Um, they they claimed two hundred thousand dollars through a wage subsidy, which will be part of that, um, or part of allowing them to make that uh, make that surplus. Um, players and staff took cuts, etc. And uh, and uh, they've gone down the route of not hiring full-time staff and having contractors come in to do various bits as well. So, um... oh, what's the music? <laughs> Sorry, that was a message on my phone. Sorry. <laughs> um, the uh, look, it's, um, uh, I'll be honest. I, I don't think that uh, I think I'd, I'd, I'd rather they, they had permanent staff rather than contractors um, because they keep the IP in-house a bit better. Um, but um, uh, yeah, look, it's good to see that Southland have uh, are in the black rather than the red. Uh, for people who are kind of like, oh, should you have taken the two hundred thousand? Um, look, um, I, th I think you know, I've, I've got no problems with them doing that. But you got to say, in some ways, um, yeah, sh should they be uh, using some government funds to, to back up, to, to help um, put up the uh, um, what's the word I'm looking for um, uh, to build up their reserves? A bit of an interesting one, but hey, lots of other companies have kept. Um, this the uh, the way subsidies and I'm sure the way subsidy actually went on salaries um, rather than uh, uh, to keep people so um, no problems with that particularly uh, yeah look good to see them in the black and um, hopefully we'll have a chat with um, uh, hopefully we'll have a chat with Dale McLeod in the not too distant future to, to have a talk about how the stags are going uh, hopefully this will help them uh, they've, they've they've said they're not going to be putting it into player wages but it does mean that perhaps they can put some of the structures in place that support the players uh, better than um, with, say, coaching or et cetera, Steve. Yeah, yeah. Listen, I think a lot of work has uh, gone on gone on behind the scenes there. And you can just see, you know, some of those benefits or the, the you know, the, the, the fruits of their labour starting to show even in, in, even in a round. I think, I think when you start getting creditable performances on, on the, on the field, I think you'll probably find you start winning that support back from your, uh, your local community and, uh, with Southland, I think that's what we're what we're starting to see, and we're just starting to see some little wins along the way. You know, players that are putting putting their hand up. We could we could uh, talk about Manaki Selby Rickett. Um, you know, he's turning whilst he's left Southland. You can he, he's a local boy that's been de developed. We're seeing the same again with uh, Ethan De Groot, who's um, starting to impress us at Super Super Rugby level. Ray New. Who, uh, who's been a midfielder down there for a couple of seasons that uh, uh, Darren McLeod picked out of uh, Canterbury Club Rugby, is now with the uh, New Zealand Sevens uh, programme. And just um, <clears throat> even even watching the way that um, even even watching the way that the Highlanders under twenties uh, performed in this uh, tournament down in in Taupo, I was uh, very impressed with the young number eight out of Southland, uh, Aresi Poliko. Who looks a big, powerful number eight out of um, <clears throat> Southland Boys High? So one to light up. So when you when you're doing good things um, on the field, Paul, and uh, I think you're showing your your public and your stakeholders um, that you're trending in the right direction. I think the rest just takes care of itself. Yeah, look, I think look, they've they've got Dale McLeod, and they've got the um, the new CEO who is over who, who came down from Tasman. Uh, so look, they, they're getting the they're getting those structures in place, or getting people in place who can put the correct structures in place, so you get an organised uh, province so you can actually have things go in the right direction. Also, um, look, a hat tip to the Otago Daily Times um, and uh, Logan Savoy, 
um, who uh, is the writer down there, or is he part of the Southland Times now? Anyway, um, Southland um, province seems to get, uh, provincial rugby uh, seems to get more coverage than any other province in the country, uh, definitely on the stuff pages anyway. So great to have someone down there taking in, taking interest as you're writing about um, the uh, um, Southland, whether he's... It's, I, I, it's, a no, it's a bit of a novel idea, eh, right? hey, Paul, getting that... <laughs> it is. You know, real novel. <laughs> I'm surprised he hasn't been sacked I'm actually because he's back from the other guys who did that. Um, <laughs> and, and look, and also, I, I know they have somebody in um, uh, in uh, in Hamilton who could write these stories, uh, but he just wants to find the ones that will that will get national uh, interest and will be clickbaity. And that's the difference. Like, yeah, like, say, say, Logan as a boy, look at least the, the, writing positive and just nice uh, and proper stories about what's going on, which is great to see. So yeah, hat tip to him. Then, right then, let's get into the actual meat of the uh, of the show. That's uh, unless, unless you've got any other news, Stephen. No, not not at this stage. We've got a bit of, bit of club rugby, but I suppose we can we can leave that for a while, Paul. Or we can yeah, we'll, we'll leave that the second half of the show for the club rugby. So yeah, so Trans Tasman, um, how do you see that um, being uh, 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 being competitive? Do you think the injuries? Uh, are going to help things. Um, where do you where do you see the kind of the, the various sides stacking up? Yeah, well, I suppose it's it's a case of getting these two competitions that we've got got running at the moment um, over in terms of Super Rugby Aotearoa and this Australian competition as they all sort of come to their come come to their crescendos um, or various ends. Big big your pardon. So yeah, it, it's it's it's, it's it's really interesting. One thing we probably shouldn't do with the Australian sides is un, is underestimate them, Paul. Um, yep. I think I think we, there was a huge uh, a guest who's got a bit of a power cut tonight. Hugely underestimated the Wallabies last year, and I think the last thing you want to do is sort of under underestimate um, <clears throat> some of these some of these Australian sides as well, especially you know the, the Brumbies because the Brumbies look like a really really structured structured sort of team. Um, yeah, with a good, with a good forward pick, and we know what the Reds bring to the tables. Yeah, the other, other three sides. I, I, if I was truly honest, Paul, I, I think they'll struggle. Yeah, and no, I agree. I think, I think the that uh, the, the the whilst the Tars are improving, um, I think the Tars, uh, Force and Rebels are going to struggle and probably be the bottom three teams uh, in the comp. But I think the Brumbies and the Reds um, will give uh, most, if not all, the sides in New Zealand a run for their money. Uh, I, I would have said that so Crusaders were clear clear above everyone else, uh, but having lost two of the last three games um, and with the injury list they've got, uh, they, that's that's I think closed the gap there. Even if um, uh, I've gone blank, oh, even if Razor wasn't uh, uh, did, did, didn't particularly like my question about uh, about having two about having no centres uh, at the moment and how yeah, that might disrupt pre preparation. I, I think I think Paul. After after the way they started the competition, I think a few teams have, have wised up to the way they or way or the style in which you which you actually play them. And I think one of the key key things is to try and play get them to play a lot of rugby out out, out of their own half, even if you have to go a little bit longer, as opposed to putting the uh, playing the high kick high kick route and uh, and making it a 50-50 contest. Because in most most cases, the Crusaders in the first few rounds of the season. <clears throat> We're basically winning all those battles in the air, and I think a few few teams have basically wised up to their style. Yeah, there's a few injuries that have uh, that have hit them along the way, and they could quite they could quite conceivably be have lost these last uh, three games, Paul. Um, so uh, it, it's good. Listen, it's great for the competition. Even even Crusaders supporters who I work with are, are telling me it's it's probably a good thing for the competition. But oh. You wouldn't want to. You definitely wouldn't want to write them off. They'll be gnarly come this Sunday. Don't worry about that. Oh, absolutely, absolutely. Yes, um, I just don't think they. I don't think they've got the gap on everyone else that they had before. I, I, I was going to place them, sort of clear everyone else, and then have the next. They have the four New Zealand sides, or at least um, the uh, uh, along with the Brumbies and the Reds as, as being able to beat each other. Nocturnal rights there, saying that Tony Brown um, says the uh, Highlanders should sweep all the Aussie sides. Um, well, uh, let's 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 just see uh, uh, about that one. Um, 
Ayn Boa is, uh, is, 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 has, has said that the, the New Zealand side should win nine times out of ten uh, because they just play more, hit, hit the ball in hand more, and will especially should run the um, other teams off their feet. So it'll, it'll be interesting to see uh, how that all pans out. Um, Simon makes a good point that uh, the Hurricanes are taking the Western Force to Hawke's Bay. Um, so good to see they're taking a game out to the provinces. I think it's a, prop, a, a good move uh, for a game that I don't think would get a great crowd um, at the Cape Tin. Um, let's be honest mm. uh, with that one. So I, guess, I think it's the right thing to do. And, other, and the other provinces should look at that as well uh, as about getting it. But I've not heard anything from the other provinces yet about them taking it, taking games to the provinces. Um, yeah, I see Aaron. Aaron just mentions there in his opinion, Crusaders are still in front of the other franchises. Gee, Aaron, that must have been hard for you to say, mate. We even right. <laughs> Absolutely. Look, it, yes, it is. I just I, I, I totally, I still agree that they're, they're at the top there, but I don't think they've, I think they've got the big gap they used to have ahead of everybody else. Right? Mm-hmm. It's, it's, it's closed. Oh, it's not. It, it's definitely, um, it's definitely not huge, and it's about it's it's about the style of t- tactics that you you play with these guys. Yep. Uh, moving on then, so Moana Pacifica um, was uh, so it was talked about on the um, the uh, the breakdown show um, uh, on uh, Tuesday evening. I think what would uh, or, um, or Monday evening, sorry. Um, today is Tuesday evening. Get my get my days in order. Um, one of the things we're incre- increasingly seeing is obviously is that uh, basically everything um, goes through everything that gets released by New Zealand Rugby goes basically through uh, Sky um, if they can through one of their Sky TV shows or whatever, um, which is, I, I get it. They're, they're, uh, they're part owners of Sky and Sky have got the broadcast rights. And that, uh, But uh, you do kind of wonder at times how much that helps to grow the game. But um, interesting to hear about the Moana Pacifica eligibility is so that they've taken the New Zealand rugby one and flipped it on its head. Now, what that means, what they said that means is that 80% of the players will have to be eligible to play for uh, Tonga or Samoa, um, and that 20% of the players don't have to be. Now, uh, that equates apparently um, to uh, seven. Um, is that right? Uh, I've, got, I've got my number right first. I'm sorry, eight out of the, out of a squad of 38 um, could be non-Pacifica or, or non or um, Pacific Island nations eligible. Uh, so, um, which is interesting because I always thought I thought it was only two players. That New Zealand rugby was allowed to have uh, that were overseas, but um, in, in probably size, but, but okay. Uh, if it's eight, that's fine. Um, thoughts on that, Stephen? Do you think that's a that, that, that's a good mix, or do you think it should be a hundred percent? It's probably more than I originally ex- expected to be. To be honest, uh, Paul, so I'm really excited about that. But you know what? <clears throat> After running around um, on the on the weekend, well, I wasn't running around, but uh, the sides I was uh, watching were <clears throat> were running around. Um, and, you know, predominantly a lot of Pacific Island players out of South, South Auckland and some good players as well. You know, you had the likes of uh, Paul uh, Tuiamalo, um, former, North, former Northland uh, loose forward, who'd been playing in, playing in France, second division rugby in France, and also the, uh, the, the skipper, Alvassa Fali Ali, who was in the Auckland, would have been, probably would have been uh, <clears throat> my 10 cup squad back in about 2004. 15 also come back from France as well. You know, those, those are the sort of players who, who, who I think we might, we actually might see return Paul as an opportunity. And that's not to mention the young talent that's running around because, gee, there were some good kids running around. And that's out of one club side, Paul. So, um, listen, I, I just think, I just think it's a, it's a fantastic opportunity for Pacific Island players to stay, to stay with their roots, knowing that they can lift their level of rugby and still represent their their their, uh, their nation of choice. No, absolutely. And it's um, and look, there will be some players who are Tongan eligible, um, born in New Zealand, Tongan heritage, who will play in the Moana Pacifica, um, get the opportunity to the All Blacks, go play for the All Blacks, leave Moana Pacifica, and go play for the other Super Rugby franchises. That's fine, folks. That's going that that that's going to happen. You can't tell players if you sign for Moana Pacifica, you can only ever play for Tonga, right? Um, these people, so people are going to have um, to have that uh, uh, that 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 ability to choose um, who they want to who they want to play for. So um, the um, 
It's interesting. I mean, Jordan Clark says that most people thought it was going to be a, a, the sixth New Zealand rugby franchise, uh, basically for New Zealand rugby to, to basically get All Blacks from. Yeah, I, I think that um, if they did that, then uh, the whole point of the team, the whole flavour that they would bring to Super Rugby would be lost. Um, and uh, if uh, you go to nzsportradio.com, you'll see that I've done a video talking about why these two Pacific Island teams have been introduced to Super Rugby. Uh, and if you go listen to that one, you'll see why uh, New Zealand Rugby couldn't do that um, and that it would just destroy the whole purpose of why they're doing this. Um, the um, uh, They won't... Um, we'll have to see. Uh, so, I says you won't get the very top level of Pacific player back from Europe, but a decent level player will come home. Look, it's going to come down to what the players want to do. Um, some players will. Some players may want to come back um, because, uh, and uh, and uh, because Moana Pacifico said that their um, salaries will be equal to the New Zealand Super Rugby salaries. So look, it's not bad money. Is it great money? No, maybe it's not as great as you can get. But some of them might just prefer to be closer to home um, and take the money as well, uh, and, and rather than necessarily ha and take a bit of a pay cut. Um, what does it mean? Will they all come back? No, but I think one or two might. Well, I'll tell you what, don't end up ever underestimate how much Pacific Island talent there is running around, even down in counties. Uh, I just basically uh, pulled up a page with regards to counties A representatives that have represented Manurewa Rugby Football Club. And boy, you go through some of the list here, the likes of Pele Cowley, uh, Howard Silioto, um, Matt Taliasi, you know, guys, a lot of guys here, Tim Nanai-Williams, um, guys like that who have all, you know, of all Pacific Island heritage, you know, could could re could represent a Pacific Island team. Gus Gus Ledger also uh, from the Manurewa Club, Celeste Moimoi, George Laupepe, you know, guys like that who you would have seen running around for the Chiefs in the in, in the past. Um, those are those are the sort of guys that uh, this Moana Pacifica can tap into, Paul. Yeah, absolutely. Now, uh, Simon's right. Look, there needs to be a bit of patience with this team. I mean, there was somebody on the breakdown last night saying that uh, it should be 80% New Zealand um, and only 20% uh, uh, specifically just to make them competitive, which was, which showed again, totally, totally, it was that person just basically lose their job. They're clearly um, just there um, for, for the clicks. Uh, what um, uh, the uh, Aaron's made two points here that we're going to have a quick chat about. Uh, first of all, he says, one of should start naming players soon, plus the coaches, etc. Um, look, they can't start naming players until they've actually got a contract. At the moment, they've got a conditional contract or, or yeah. until they've actually got a license. Until that becomes permanent, players aren't going to sign. Otherwise, they're just, they, they don't, because until they know there's definitely going to be someone to, someone who's going to pay them, why yeah. would you sign? So, yeah. yeah. So and, that's, and, yeah. They've, and they've still got to find five big ones, haven't they, Paul? Um, that's that's yeah. the other thing. Five, five million dollars to get this license up, up, and, up and running. I think they will do. It's, it's, obviously, that's, otherwise, we wouldn't have got this far if they didn't have the chance of doing that. Um, yeah, so the biggest concern is how it affects the crowd support for the Blues. <laughs> yes, the Blues, uh, in fact, all the Super Rugby franchises are not happy about this. Okay, yeah. They're not going to come out and say so, um, but they're not. <laughs> and the Blues in particular, because, yes, this is smack bang on their territory, and they see themselves as the Pacifica team, even though they've never really properly sold that image. Yeah. Yeah, Paul, there's enough there's enough players running around. Crying out loud, they've got three unions that 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 they can pick from, and there is a lot of untapped talent. Um, I mean, to say a lot of it just needs polish. I just I, or, or opportunity. Uh, the but as it says, the biggest thing is is affect the crowd support rather than the player player availability. Uh, and yes, you got you're right, but that's just the Blues not marketing themselves um, well. Um, where is their home ground going to be? The rumor has it's going to be Mount Smart Stadium. Um, uh, but they will take some games to the islands, but Mount Smart will be their main place. Um, so, what is really worrying is uh, a tweet that's come out by um, Dan, uh, Dan Le Daniel Leo or Dan Leo. So his first tweet said, "My two cents on PI Super Teams. Um, got every faith in Fiji Drua being run well and benefiting Fiji Rugby, both uh, benefiting Fiji Rugby and Fiji. Um, uh, less so Moana Pacifica Senior Poly um, Samoan and Tongan." Players and island unions contacting me saying they've been kept in the dark as to details doesn't inspire confidence. Uh, but followed this up with already two New Zealand rugby board members on Moana's um, committee. 
and hearing a New Zealand Rugby Players Association employee being lined up as Moana Director of Rugby. Lots of room for conflict of interest, very little consultation with Samoa and Tonga. Need to make sure Moana doesn't become New Zealand's sixth super rugby team. Now, um, yeah, so look, there's there's the, the image that New Zealand Rugby and Sky, or, or that through Sky, is, is, is giving out. Uh, but then there's also this uh, some question marks in the background um, as to what's going on because yeah it's a sound like more cons consultation with those unions needs to be happening I think. On saying that, Paul, we like they still haven't um, haven't got that license in place and haven't found the money. So you know spe speculation at this yep. time is 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 just speculation and it's because if you haven't got any information, that's because you haven't got any foundations down just yet so i guess it'd be a, a case of of wait and see sure there will be some new zealand rugby football union involvement and you, you you'd actually hope so um you know they're the ones giving the license or giving giving the opportunity but at the end of the day i think the real win is the fact here's the pacific here's the pacific island side that will have 80 percent of your players will be pacific from the pacific islands well not the pacific island but pacific islands heritage speak your pardon eligible for the Pacific Islands, yeah, which is a good yeah. thing. So, yeah, no, look, I, still, on the whole, um, still massively positive about this. Um, are there questions, Marks? Absolutely there are. Um, and there are going to be until, and, and there probably will be two or three years in, to be honest. Um, we'll still have question marks. We've got question marks around how the Blues are run um, and the Chiefs, etc. cetera. Um, so, yes. Um, someone also mentioned that uh, that, uh, that would be... Um, impact on both the Blues and the Chiefs. Look, I don't think the Chiefs are going to be impacted too much by this uh, on the whole, to be honest. Uh, but I think the Blues crowd-wise could be. Uh, absolutely. The, um, the, uh, oh, look, it's, uh, and look, Aaron makes a point there about, about the, yeah, look, the Tongan, uh, Samoan Tongan um, administrations have had corruption issues in the past, but look, it's, uh, so I don't know how, but um, you think that some, uh, the uh, would, would be uh, somewhat smooth. Uh, they, they should be consulting with them and working with them, to be honest. Um, if only to say, okay, what um, what players do you have available through your pathways that we might be able to hire <laughs> for the team, for example? Um, but yeah, um, who's investing? Sorry, Don't see. It's you know, it's going to take some work. <clears throat> going to take some work. Don't forget. The players that you see running around in Super Super Rugby at the minute, a lot of them are already contracted, and you can you can guarantee. Oh. And I'm being a, and I'm being a bit cynical here. It's probably why you're hearing so many <clears throat> announcements in in recent times. You you can you can bet your dollar, your bottom your bottom dollar, that a lot of these um these Super Super franchises are locking up the talent that they have got at this, this at their disposal right now. You've also seen uh, an under twenty tournament that was just on the undertaking, there will there will be some kids there, some Pacific Island kids from across all of those five franchises that will probably see Moana Pacifica as a as a, as an opportunity to, to progress. You know, and we're talking about those kids that are just outside. But the, the real key thing for me here will be: will the All Black jersey still be an attraction for those players to go through the New Zealand system? Absolutely, I think it will be because uh, at the end of the day. Um, it does pay better. The All Blacks jersey pays better than the Samoa and Tonga jersey. So look, um, start, I think the All Blacks will still get first choice of the play, of, of the New Zealand-born Pacifica players uh, on uh, on the whole. Um, so what does Super Rugby the twenty twenty one format looks like? What do we want it to look like? Well, look, it's going to be twelve teams, folks. Um, and uh, if you think the old system um, used to be um, pardon me, um, 16 rounds over 18 weekends plus playoffs. Um, uh, clearly, a double round of 22 games uh, will be too much. Um, so I think what we'll see is a single a single round robin round um, of 11 games go and then going into finals is my uh, is my guess. Um, but uh, that's my that's my guess. Stephen, your thoughts on what, what kind of structure we're going to have with with 12 teams? Yeah, hard hard to know. I'm I'm probably just willing willing to just sit back and 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 wait at the stage. Uh, uh, Paul, I, I mean to say, for me, let's let's just hope these teams get their licenses in place. Yeah. Let's 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 hope they can get the funding, and then we'll start talking about uh, uh, structure of a competition. 
Uh, yeah, Simon says, yeah, he thinks it's going to be round robin um, with the top six playoff. Something like that would, wouldn't be uh, wouldn't be surprising. Or even top eight, you know, where you, most of the teams go through to the finals wouldn't surprise me um, at all. So, folks, um, we're moving into the second half of the uh, show now, which means we're going to start talking club rugby. Um, and uh, I would like to um, bring in Jezza, who is the uh, head coach of uh, Manuera Rugby, um, to join us. How are you doing, Jezza? Uh, hey boys, uh, thanks for having me. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm good, thanks. Just I was soaked from training tonight, so um, just quickly shot out and had a shower and jumped <laughs> on to, onto the onto this. So yeah, no, it's good. Um, so you play a coach then? If you if you if you if you sweat to uh, soak, no, 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 not not a player coach, mate. Retired a few years back, so um, no, no. Oh, yeah, I wish I was still running around, but uh, no, it's good to it's good to be in the wit with the boys, I guess. And uh, getting them prepped for the weekend. So uh, look, one of the questions I've been, uh, we've, been uh, we've been asking as we get around the clubs is um, about how they coped with COVID, um, how the numbers are, how the numbers are looking uh, yep. and all that sort of thing. So how, how did, uh, how did um, Manuera cope with, uh, with COVID uh, obviously basically being shut down for uh, most of the year, uh, having yeah. a shortened season, not taking the same cash over the bar as you would do normally. So I guess finances may be put under pressure. Uh, and uh, that kind of thing. So how, how, how did you guys cope? Um, I guess it was trying times, and I guess times we've never sort of been in before. So um, as a coach, it probably was probably the most difficult um, to try and keep a bunch of pe- guys, you know, motivated um, to be, you know, not knowing when when would start, you know, again. So we had, there was no, you know, we, every, every time they, they'd get some feedback around when would start, would be pushed out. So all we could do was be ready um, and just, I guess it's it's a mental way. So it was a lot of hard work and hard yakka behind the scenes from the boys. So full credit to them to just they actually came back and better nick after COVID, to be honest. So you know they they, they must have put some effort through those those tough times. So um, well, what we also, did is, also KFC yeah. was closed. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's it. The fast food. So you know the wives and partners had to you know cook real meals. I guess so. That um, no, was good and. But the, the hardest thing for us is just trying to work out how do we keep them motivated. So what we did is um, we put them in some positional groups and um, just basically made them accountable to their to their peers. So um, we had like leaders in each sort of position, like front row, locks, you know, back rowers, you know, inside backs, outside. So basically, we had leaders in each position, and basically they they looked after their groups, um, and and those groups really really worked hard. And actually, when they could started come back together they you know they started started working together as well so now that was good well done and look sorry and 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 now uh, so it's your 100th year this year yeah correct Um, and uh i'm look i'm looking at so what you guys have got on this weekend um and it looks like you're putting out five teams this weekend which uh i'm looking around other clubs that that's 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 a lot of players you've got uh you've got running around there that's uh that's, that's pretty impressive Mm, yeah, so we've got uh, premier premier men's team, premier women's side, um, a premier reserves, uh, under twenty one, division three. I think it's five team. Yeah, and a division three side. So um, they're all senior teams, and um, yeah, no, it's it's good. We've got a good um, good group, and um, yeah, good good depth through through the through the grades. So um, looking forward to the to the four days ahead. So it's going to be. Um, few days off for a few of the boys so um they talk about a few benders going to be happening this weekend but you know i guess you look back to the the old many um, days and they had some very classy teams back 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 in the early 90s um, pretty much a nearly a steelers ford pack when you had the errol brains you had the um kerry Mahi, you had you had a lot of players um, quality too through those years so they won a few championships um but you know we've we've had to re you know restart and pretty much start again uh, in this sort of professional areas era so you know it's not as you know as teams aren't as stacked as what they probably were back then um so you know we've got a good young group coming through so yeah we're, we're looking forward to it Jez, yep. jumping. Jez, a great great to have you on mate but um yep. i'm a great one for history and coming yes. from the the water matter club we've got um I'm a little bit envious, mate. Well, I think we've got about four blacks, although one of those all blacks is a, a true great of the game, and, and Michael yes, James. Michael James. Yeah. And I, I look, I look through 
the list of All Blacks um, from um, from Manurewa, and boy, there's some beauties here: Bert Palmer, Bruce McLeod, Michael Knight, of course, Pat Welsh, Pat uh, Welsh. a real great great player in his own right. The late Nicky Allen, yes, who um, who could have been anything. Uh, Mark Cooksley, Cooksley and Lilia Masanga in, in recent times, but also you go through your New Zealand Māori All Blacks. Once yep. again, Pat Walsh, Pat Yates, John Hughes, Mac McCallion, Mac McCallion as well. Yep. You know, as, um, Mac, uh, Warren Warren McLean, Paul Tuoro, Henry Maxwell, Errol oh. Blaine, Mark Cooksley, Tony uh, Tony Marsh, yep. and Glenn Marsh. But uh, Tony Marsh is a has always been an interesting one for me as well, Paul. Um, that's your that's a fully French. French international yeah. as, French as well international. but yeah. but boy something something we were we were talking about we were talking about Mana Pacifica yes. just just before uh, you, you came on board yeah. and, and their yeah. influence there's so much talent that comes through these South Auckland clubs yeah do you see players that could go on and, and, and literally easily who may miss out on, on super contracts mm-hmm. step into a Mana Pacifica jersey? Yeah, yeah, I, I think there is a there is a lot of quality uh, within you know the South Auckland area. Um, just to go on, there's a few boys that have been through the club that have gone to top fourteen. Uh, Matt Y, uh, he's gone over to the Pro D two. You know the boys, and there's a couple of boys gone over to Italy. Um, you know, I'm just kicking myself if those boys had sort of just hung around a little bit longer. Um, like you know, they'd really have the opportunity that they're going to get with that minor Pacifica now because there's definitely a lot of quality around um, that are just missing out on super. We've got a few boys in the Chiefs. We've got a boy in the in the Blues, um, Tanielu Talia. Uh, we've got Vili Talani. You know, those boys are on the, you know, they, they, they could make themselves available and, and try and get into those. You could you could argue that Manurewa have been supplying players all around the world. I just also see that yep. Sekupu Kefu. Kefu. Yep. Also, also played down there. Played for count. People forget that he started his career with with yourself and County's Monaco as well. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. So Kupi Kipu is actually back in Auckland at the moment, um, and oh, I'm not sure what, what what what's what's happening. So hopefully um, he signs with Counties and comes back home to the Mighty Monaco. So, but you know he's got a few options on the table. So. I think he'd be one definitely probably looking around that minor Pacific as well. So mm-hmm. you know, I don't want to speak for him, but um, he's definitely got some options around. We heard, we heard it first here, Paul. We heard it first. <laughs> Breaking news. is The, yeah, the news. first signing for uh, minor Pacifica will be Scope Kepi. Um, the, <laughs> You've also had the likes of Tim Nino-Williams play through Manurewa, um, Ace Tuala. Um, you know, they're playing over in North. He's playing over in Northampton. Um you know, there's, a, you know, you know, the, oh man, with black ferns um, that you can't forget the ladies. Um, we've got a big contingent of ladies that are going through the black ferns. Um, Adi, uh, Leilani Paresi, we've got um, Hazel Tubic. Um, so there's some real classy ladies as well through the club, and um, they they actually their their photos hang above our bar. Um, all the lady internationals. Um, and there's and there's quite a fair few that have been through through the club as well. Cool. So so, so just the ladies, the men, the men, the men's nationals don't go above aren't above the bar as well. Uh, they're, they're on the there's there's like a wall of the men's team, uh, all the all the men's players that have played all international. Uh, right. Buddy Arkey played at Rewa as well. Um, now he's playing for Ireland. Ireland, yeah. Um, they're, 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 this year. Yep, so that's correct. Yep, yep. So there's, yeah, there's, there's like a, there's a guy. All the guys are on on one side as well, and also got the internationals all over on our um, honors board as well at the, at the front of the club. Cool. I just want to run through yeah, then, then you, what you've got on this weekend. So, yes. um, folks, uh, on uh, on Friday night you got the mix and mingle. Yep. Um, from uh, six pm till midnight. So that uh, looks like it's gonna be a late one, which should be uh, be good good fun um, yeah. down there. Yeah. Um, uh, no tickets on the door, folks. So do if you want to get involved, do uh, get, look on the uh, Manuera uh, Facebook page, and there'll be contact yep. details there on how to get your tickets. Yep. Um, then on to Saturday, as I say, you've got all those five teams in yeah. action. Yep. Um, kicking There's off a, at, uh, at twelve. I don't even think we've got enough um, pl- um, uh, sheds actually to hold all these teams. Actually, so, um, we've actually had to take over the league uh, league sheds across. Across the park, uh, the Manurewa Marlins. Um, so there's a couple of teams that will have to um, just dress up before their game and, and sort of have a little trot across to to play at the fields as well. So 
Well, but, but we've, we've, never, we've never had this too many this too many teams play it at one time at the club, so this is this is a big occasion. Um, yeah, must go today. So, um, Pakakura um, yep. are uh, turning up for um, for most of the games. Um, with yep. um, they've got um, the biggest rivalry with our with our club, and um, they they go back a long time as well. So, I think they were a hundred and oh, don't quote me, but I must be it must be close to one hundred and ten plus years. Um, the Papakura club. Um, so I knew they had their centenary a few years back. So um, yeah, they're they're a, they're a prestigious club also. So. Cool. And um, and uh, except for the uh, um, uh, and I'm going to say it's wrong now. Um, Pukeko um, uh, 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 are in there for your your, your Premier Twos. Yeah. Oh, Pukekoe. 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 Sorry. Okay. There you go. So it's uh, being dyslexic and not coming from this part of the world. I find these names a, a nightmare um, that, that, to say. That's why. You, that's why you should leave that sort of stuff for me, Paul. <laughs> uh, yeah, I should. Yeah. And Paul, I've just got a quick um, uh, um, question for Jez, mate. Just looking at your game on Saturday, and I'm, I'm, yeah. after this, we'll probably cover off a lot of the the, the club results from sort of round the sort of. Uh, Counties Monaco up to yep. up to northern region, but uh, yep. boy, tight contest with uh, Manu with um with Bombay on the yeah. week twenty eight twenty seven. Good, yeah, good to get that one across the line. Yeah, yeah, it's it's been a while since we've um, we've sort of won on the hill. So um, if you've been to Bombay, it's uh, it's a, it's a special place, um, and it's and it's a hard place to to win a footy game at. And um, you know they've they've been the they've been the top of the sort of counties comp for a little while now. They've won like four or five. Um, championships over the last six years so um, they're always there or thereabouts when it matters um, so to get a win there um, I think the kicker kicked a 58 meter penalty um, to to get us out to that eight point lead at one stage and then they scored in the last minute so it was pretty close like we got the penalty with about two and a half to go um, drilled it into with the wind with a wind assisted but it was a massive kick um, but then they scored again to get within seven so by the end of the day, you know, you got to play the eighty minutes. Um, yeah. But we were, we were, we were stoked to get the win up there. Oh, let's say the whistle just came at the at the right yeah, time. At the right time. Yeah, uh, but I see it, it. I see that keeps you. Um, Caracas off to a good start with. Uh, yeah. With with fifteen points, Ardmore Maris, and of course Bombay with that bonus point they picked up just keeps ahead of you. But uh, listen, uh, yeah. two out of three ain't bad, mate. Yeah, we we lost the first uh, first game against Ardmore. Uh, they got a penalty at the 80th minute, so you know we went down by one point, which was a heartbreaker. But um, yeah, at the end of the day, we, we we wrote our wrongs, and we've come right the last couple of weeks. And I'm just looking forward to the occasion this weekend to get the you know the, the win, and hopefully just hopefully put an 80 minute performance together. And folks, if you can't be at the at the game, it will be streamed live on um, the yep. uh, County's Manukau, um Facebook page. Uh, yep. I'm aiming to be at the games to do post-match oh, reaction, awesome. post-match interviews. Um, so hopefully we'll, we'll we'll be there for that. Um, just to quickly round off the rest of rest of the things that are going on, you've got your green tie gala dinner um, on yep. the uh, Saturday night. So folks, um, semi-formal there if you want to head along to that one. Again, no door sales to so get your tickets early. Um, and then on Sunday you've got the old boys um, playing as well. Um, yeah. So uh, a, a stacked weekend of events. Um, there's so a great to see uh, that you've. Um, uh, all, all that that's uh, that's that, that's going on. Um, so yeah, check out the Facebook page, folks, um, if you want to see any of that. But uh, yeah, Stephen, you want to let's get into the um, the club results then. Um, yeah, I, I, I will. And, I'll, and listen, I'll, I'll probably leave the county's results uh, for last. But I've quickly got to mention how much I enjoyed um, your wahine last year playing in the uh, Auckland Club Final uh, Manurewa. The, yep. the, uh, the the Ponsonby. the Ponsonby, Ponsonby yep. girls that was just an abs really hearty performance uh, yep. from Man Manurewa they they had their opportunities but oh, I will tell you what it was probably one of the the games of the uh, season to be I really enjoyed it but uh, without further ado I'll quickly jump into some of these uh, club results it's it's really important and you know it might your your comments in and around some of the players that come through club rugby makes it really, really important how that the bottom level of this game is, and it's a credit to all the volunteers that uh, rock up a week in, a week out. But, uh, hey, on Saturday, Northland Club Rugby, uh, probably one of the real success stories up north is Ngati Hene Morewa, UK, who basically are a, a promoted team. And, uh, boy, they're in their, their second second season, obviously very short season last year with COVID, but they had a win 44-24 over Horror Horror. 
the team that's um, putting down a, uh, a bit of a line in the sand at the moment. Old Boys Marist 43-17 over Wellsford. Mid-Northern, very strong side. Stack full of Northland uh, representatives at the, at the moment. Will be very hard to beat. 57-15 over last year's champions, Waipu, who unfortunately have uh, lost a few players after winning the championship last year. Carmo in a tight one over Hikurangi, who was struggling to get players last weekend, uh, 26-17. And uh, Kitty Kitty with uh, Sam Nock being released from the Blues, running around for them, beating the Western Sharks, 32-29 in Dargaville. So where does that leave us in terms of the table? Old Boys, Old Boys Mara sitting on top with 18 points, Carmo with 18, Mid-Northern with 16, and um, Ngati Hene Moirua UK with uh, a 14 in second place. I'll quickly go down to uh, the North Harbour Club, club competition uh, from the weekend. Well, the big upset, I had to ring... Uh, uh, ben Wiki this morning to find out what went on, mate. You guys have had these big wins, and sometimes when a club team is having big wins, when you do come up against some solid opposition, and that's what they found in Kumu uh, out in West Auckland, they went down by 17 points to 10. Uh, good recruitment there at Kumu, yep. uh, Stephen. Yep. Yeah. Oh, sure they are. Too. And once again, a lot of talent, as you very well know, out yep. in this uh, West Auckland area. Hey, great yes. result there for for Mahurangi with a, yeah. a win over over Glenfield, 17-5. But listen, that's a good story for Glenfield as well. Former All Black Walter Little uh, coach there a couple of seasons ago. And they didn't have, they haven't had a senior team, from what I understand, for the last two, two seasons. So, yeah. so, yeah, so that's a success story in itself. Uh, Northcote in a very tight one over North Harbour Marist, 24-20. North Shore, probably another one of the teams to watch in the Harbour competition, 21-5 over Messi. And... Uh, and another, another game, uh, a much improved performance from East Coast Bays, who have started the season in probably a little bit underdone. But Silverdale, too strong, 32-23. In terms of the table, Northcote leading the table on 14 points. North Shore on 13, Takapuna on 11, and Kumu after their win on 9. We head across the bridge uh, uh, to Auckland. And, um, yeah, I'm crying about this result. College Rifles, 28, Waitamata. A donut. University 95, uh, Waitakere City, nil. Now, a lot of talk about Waitamata and uh, uh, Waitakere merging. Probably makes a little bit of sense, that, so watch that with interest. The game that I was at the weekend, Papatoetoe 33, Suburbs 10. Papatoetoe are one of these teams. Is, it, a lot of Pacific Island boys running around this team, but they've also got a lot of experience as well. Jared Firth mm. is back playing. Now, when you think of Jared, Jared played for Counties Monaco, and it was yep. a time there. He was one of the better props in Auckland in terms of tight head, but got overlooked. So went to Counties Monaco, ended up in the Chiefs, and then he ended up playing in uh, in France at, I think, Pro 2, and I think he might have also ended up at Agen as well. And he is a handy footballer, and we talk about we talk about certain players who Mana Pacifica might be looking for. Well, as Jazz will know, the game starts in the front row. You ain't got no front row. You ain't got <laughs> engine much. room. Engine room. You have not much else. And, uh, yeah, that's me being a little bit biased in terms of that. So, yeah, good result for Papa Toy Toy. A lot of attempt to watch 32-10. Eden over Ponsonby. Yeah, some people will say this is a bit of an upset, but Eden are a very good side. 20 points to five. Unfortunately, uh, East Tamaki failed to put a team out. So, uh, Grammar Tech, another team to watch as well. Pakuranga 57 over Monaco Rovers 7. Um, probably just as well Boa's not on tonight. We'd probably, uh, he'd probably give us more of a rundown on that. And Marist 53 or Tahuhu 14 as we look at the table. Pakuranga and Pakuranga College Rifles and Marist unbeaten after but only two rounds in the Auckland competition. We'll quickly go down to the county's Monaco competition. We had Karaka. That, that sorry, Stephen, that result for Eden is that their first victory over Ponsonby, I believe? Ooh, it, 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 it could be. I'd have to look at last year's results. I know they had, they've had a couple of close games in, in the past, but yeah, it could I be think they've, they've finally broken the duck, apparently. They've finally that's, broken that's the duck. The rumor. Ooh, they could, I, I tell you what, that competition, yes, is stacking up quite nicely because yeah. yep. I think there's probably three or four contenders, but I just love the way Papa Toy Toy play. These, these are some really, really big human beings yeah. who actually yeah. hold the ball like they're playing like outside backs. Yes. And, uh, yeah. boy, they're a, they're a fun watch if you're in, in that area. Get along to watch Papa Toy Toy. Yeah. Boy, wouldn't that be a story if they could uh, 
if they could come through. But, you know, as Ron Williams once said to me, the Gallagher Shield Steve has never won in April. <laughs> it's one later, later in the year. Yeah. But I'll tell you what, um, the county's Manukau competition, Karaka 32, Pukukoi 13. Big win for Marister, Ardmore Marister, 77 points to seven. Uh, of course, uh, uh, good to see Waiuku get across the line. 1915, um, Peter Nock coaching uh, the uh, Waiuku boys. He was telling me a couple of weeks ago he was struggling to, to get some numbers there, but uh, yep. obviously, uh, you know, he had, he had enough bodies on the uh, on, on the field to get the job done. Papakura, and, and once again, this is a good story. I, I think it was only about a year or two ago they couldn't buy a trick jazz. They were they, they, no. they were struggling. They were getting some, some hefty yep. hiding. So basically what's happening there? Um, I think with Papakura, uh, you were talking about? Yeah, you Papakura, talking about yeah. The Papakura um, new coaching. I think they've got some new coaches in there. Um, but a good good mate of mine, uh, Sione Sione, was the previous coach. Um, I actually worked with them. Um, you know, they were, f- they were struggling for players. Um, the players just sort of fell off, fell away. Um, and the new coaching regime's come through, and I think they've um, got some new numbers um, come through to the club. So, Kerry, I think Kerry and Pat Flavel, ex, uh, what, ex Karaka coach, mm-hmm. uh, part of the Karaka setup. And then Kerry Pichu, who's able to be a part of Karaka as well as Ardmore Marist. So, Oh, fantastic. And of course, uh, the result that means the, the most in, uh, in your centenary year from last weekend, Manurewa 28, Bombay uh, 27, as we quickly look at the table and it's obviously the only unbeaten team, or actually two unbeaten teams at the minute is uh, Karaka, but they've picked up the maximum points with, with 15. Ardmore Marist uh, sitting on uh, 13 with the three wins, yep. picking up one bonus points, Bombay on 11, and um, Manurewa after three rounds sitting there in fourth place on uh, 10 points. So, uh, well does, done, Jazz. I'll I tell you yeah. what, um, club rugby, you can't beat it, can you, mate? No. Well, no. Uh, hey, we're, not, we're not finished yet. First, uh, first off, um, no, Eden beat Ponsonby back in uh, 2018, 33-31. Okay. One out of the four games they played that year. Um, oh, they, well, oh, they lost the other three. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. um, tell you what, Ponsonby, are the, they, they're kind of like a benchmark club team aren't they jazz you know they're just, yeah. they're just they're just one of those teams that they're, they're always there or thereabouts um you know somebody told me many many years again years ago if you're coaching a club team and you've got aspirations to win a title all the hard work is done in the off season totally and and and, and you're probably fine possibly is one of those clubs they do a lot of work during yeah. the off season, and I think you see it with, with a lot of clubs as well. And when you when yeah. you talk about off season, sorry, Paul, just before you get to those uh, uh, results down in the Thames Valley area, how how was the off season for for Manurewa? Yeah, no, we we pretty much started in uh, December, mid December. We sort of got together and did a little bit of running around before the Christmas break. Um, we put a bit of effort in, and uh, we've got a good. Um, couple of good good couple of strength and conditioning boys that have you know, put the effort in and um, one of them being a next player um, James Ray uh, previous Maris boy from Auckland um, he's his younger brother's actually playing with us at, at Manadewa and um, he came he's come through and he's really put the boys through and um, they've really worked well through the through that preseason so we, we had a couple of preseason games versus Pokeranga and Massey um, it was Good, 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 good hit outs early. Um, and we had a few boys playing for that Chiefs 20s uh, that just came through and mm. they just won that 20s comp down in Topol. So yeah. I think we got five, four of them back this weekend. So wow. it's their, their first game. So they've brought a, they're pretty excited at training tonight. I said, listen, boys, it's, it's your first training back. They've sort of been missing for a little while. So uh, it's good to have everyone on deck. Yeah, and no, absolutely. And it's, and it's, uh, um, you, you guys managed to cope with that. The um, unfortunately, Pyra are on here have had to forfeit their first three games because of uh, players being away at the national touch tournaments. Um, oh, hence, that's why it's 28 nil there. Um, that's not an actual result, that's their forfeiting of the game, unfortunately. Um, there, so yeah, you've got to say yeah, with these touch tournaments, with that under 20s, uh, yep. all these other, um, other demands on uh, club players, uh, does uh, does stretch club resources. Uh, at some at, at this sort of time, which is maybe they maybe those sort of things should be happening during 
the minor 10 cup or sorry the, the bunnings npc um this next year. anyway just some thoughts i uh, think it's, it's tough though because um you're damned if you do and you're damned if you don't um with that rip, rip rugby stuff um because i know counties had an early competition they played with the chiefs cup with the bay of plenty uh, waikato yep. and taranaki uh, we had nine ten missing that that through that that, that weekend and that's a lot of players from our club you know to be to be missing and we had preseason games you know we've also got the chiefs boys so there's there's 14 players missing from a group um to play preseason games and it's it is tough but at the end of the day you know we want to be springboarding them up to higher honors so i guess they got to be able to be able they got to be able to to be able to be able to be available to play you know all, all, all year round i guess with all this the rugby that's going on now yeah, sure. I, you know, a team like a club like yours with the, with um, where you've got three prems teams and an under and twenty team, um, yeah, senior team, uh, yeah. Um, perhaps can cope with that. A, a Waihe, for example, um, wouldn't be able to. A Pyro can't be able to. And it's just those. It's just, it's, they just don't have the numbers um, to cope with that kind of stuff. And with the with the touch nationals, I think it was due to COVID sort of cancelled their first one in March, so they pushed it through to. Out. April, um, I was involved with the Northland uh, under-18s boys. We won the Nationals and we had a lot of 1A rugby boys playing and they were also going to play in the Open men's. But due to first 15 rugby, they were unable to attend. So it just shows you when you push those sorts of events out into rugby season, it's tough. I I, I actually, I was going to say, I actually saw that on uh, that coverage on Māori TV. Yeah. That was was an impressive squad. That was down in Rotorua, wasn't it? Uh, no, no, no. Sorry, was it uh, Bruce Pullman? Uh, oh, Bruce okay. Pullman oh, wow. with the Nationals. Um, but most of our boys all play 1A rugby, so they're rugby boys that actually cross over to play touch as well. Oh, wow. So we're, we're pretty, um, pretty blessed, I guess. Um, so yes, very briefly, it took Thames and Cobras. Uh, Thames getting the win there over Mercury 29 21, and Cobras 55 10 over White, who are going to be the two teams to beat in the uh, Thames Valley. Um, Waihi. Uh, ran out against uh, Fogmatar with 22-7 um, uh, down uh, at um, uh, at halftime. So 22-3 down at halftime. Uh, came back to 22-all uh, with just two minutes left. Uh, and with the uh, last kick of the game, um, Fogmatar uh, beat uh, Waihi at um, 25-22. So uh, a heartbreak there after coming back. Um, both sides actually playing better into the wind rather than with the wind. And it was quite a strong wind as well. Uh, blew my camera over at one point, um, but um, off, off its tripod. Uh, but um, so yeah, so interesting there that actually sometimes uh, just by, the, by having playing ball in hand, playing into the wind, actually you play better than when you're sort of just trying to use the elements and just boot the leather off the ball. So uh, interesting one there. Um, but uh, I, I say I'll be at most of the Waihee games when I'm not being uh, asked to head up to uh, centenary celebrations at weekends um, for that one. Oh, good. Um, so yeah, thank you very much for joining us and having a uh, having a chat, um, Steve. Any any final topics or points? Um, no, I just uh, something just just made me made me think. I know uh, a couple of uh, teams last year were struggling in the either under twenty or under twenty one grades. I was just mm. going to ask Jez if if Manu, do I have an under twenties or under twenty one uh, team at this point? Yep, yep. The twenty ones have been going going good. Um... Last couple of years, they've made the uh, they won the final, and due to COVID, they couldn't play the last year's final against Padmahoy. Wow. Um, but our twenty ones, um, yeah, you know they're they're up and running this weekend against Papakura as well. So um, they're looking uh, they're looking all right. They're, they're trained well tonight. They're good numbers. So uh, it's a, it's a tough grade the the twenty ones because those boys are sort of pretty transient. They come in and out, you know they. But with the season starting so late, because this is their first hit out, so they've had a couple of pre-seasons, but they haven't had really everybody on board, but um, they're all ready for this weekend. There's some good quality boys in there too, so playing Premier footy and playing also in the 21s grade, so um, there'll be some good talent on show. And, and just, I'm just, oh, sorry, Paul, just before, um, and just with regards to the, the ladies the ladies teams, the Manodewa ladies teams after a couple of rounds? Yeah, I think going? they... They beat Rifles 35-0 the first round, um, first game, and then they lost to Ponsonby on the weekend, uh, 30-17, I think. So it was a tough one. But two of their Black Ferns, their 9 and 10, didn't play. So I guess yeah. that's a massive you know, massive loss to your team when your spine's unavailable. But um, they'll be they'll be amped for this weekend. It's a big occasion for them also. 
and that uh, that rifles one has got a lot of uh, black ferns uh, and yep. black fern sevens above their bar. Um, I can tell you, yeah, club rooms having been having been there. So yeah, that's a, yeah. That's, a that's, that's a very good win over over the uh, uh, over college rifles there. Um, did your under twenty ones take part in that uh, the Auckland sort of super twenty uh, ones uh, competition that they had towards the end of last year, where they had uh, um, north, south, east, and west? We had a couple of players go over and play into the play with the Papatoi boys. I think yep. um, I don't think there was too many because the the hardest thing for us is. Um, like I think there was eight or nine of them played in the county's twenty side, which I was a coach of for the rep season. So we there was a, that's a lot of boys that sort of you know aren't available to play in that competition. But I heard counties have got two sides in that new comp, comp in that in that comp um, this year. There's a counties north and a county south that are going to come on on board the right. the, the, right. the comp. So. Oh, well, great to hear that comp's continuing because I mean part of the reason having that comp was the fact that rep rugby. Was reduced or not or not happening. Yeah. Um, yeah. So it's great to hear that it's actually going to continue this year. Um, yep. so, yeah, yeah, fact, ca counties north and counties south, I, I, I believe, that are coming into the pocket. So cool. Well, there you go, folks. Hearing all the rumours about stuff that's, uh, that's that's going on and hasn't quite been announced yet. Um, oh, the uh... <laughs> <laughs> Jez, it's been an absolute pleasure. Thank you very much for uh, for, for joining us, uh, Stephen. Uh, great to uh, a pleasure as always. Uh, thank you, everyone, who's joined us in the live chat. Uh, don't forget, we'll be back here at 8 p.m. next week um, where we'll be talking, again, the hot topics in rugby and also covering off on club rugby here uh, in New Zealand as well. Flexibility is great. That's why there's yoga. Flexibility for your insurance coverage is great, too. That's why there's United Healthcare Insurance Plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, United Healthcare Insurance Plans offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. One of these plans may be right for you if you're, say, between jobs, coming off your parents' plan, turning a side hustle into a full hustle, or even missed open enrollment. Want more flexibility? Find out more about United Healthcare Insurance Plans at UH1.com. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince? They exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns.